Your passion for words and sentence structure should equal a painter's passion for color and brushstroke. Andrew McLean. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. Today we're talking about another thing you can become aware of as an author to level up your writing and stop broadcasting. You are an immature writer. So this particular one that we see a lot is one of those, I like to call them information hazards, where you aren't really aware of it until you're aware of it, and then you see it everywhere. This is the habit or practice of starting your sentences with the main character's pronouns or with any character's pronouns, such as he, she, they. This is not to say your sentences have to start with something besides a pronoun. That's also just as bad. That's swinging too far, like eliminating every single adverb from your story. It doesn't help. It helps you as an author to be aware when every sentence in the paragraph starts with she or the MC's name. Unfortunately, this is a lot easier for an audience to spot than the author because a lot of the times as we're writing, we are just trying to describe the scene. We're just trying to say what happened. We aren't paying a lot of attention to how we are saying that. And the most natural way is to rely on what we were taught in school, where we should be active voice and say the subject is doing the thing. This ends up making your scene feel like a play-by-play. She saw this, then she did this. So let's talk about how to spot this problem. Then we'll get into how to fix it. A lot of the times, especially if you're writing from a first-person point of view, it's easy to start with a pronoun when you're trying to deepen that point of view, but it usually has the opposite effect. So compare, I watched as she poured coffee all over my friend, to she poured the coffee all over my friend. Because my is in there, it's still first person, but they aren't actively involved. So if we say something like, I watched as she poured coffee all over my friend, you're bringing the point of view character to the forefront of the action, even though they aren't participating in the action at all. The solution here is to take out I watched. Watched is generally a weak verb anyway. So by taking out I watched and just saying she poured coffee all over my friend, we know that they saw this happen. So while yes, you are still starting with a pronoun, it is not your main character's pronoun. And it is much more active in seeing the scene play out because we always have that assumption that, especially in a first person point of view, we are seeing the story through that character's eyes. We don't need to be reminded of that fact outside of seeing my friend. My friend is enough. We are talking about pronouns in this episode, but this is the indicator for you to actually look at those verbs. I mentioned watched is a fairly weak verb. There are a lot of better verbs to communicate that we're seeing something from the main character's point of view. So even though we're saying the pronoun is the problem, The actual problem is that verb. And while you are looking for those verbs, for those actions, you can start with the verb as well. You move the priority in the sentence to being the action rather than the person. Compare he was terrified to terror coursed through him. The first is very passive. 
even though, yes, it's technically active voice still, it is disconnected from that experience. But if we see terror coursed through him, that's a lot more of that showing rather than telling. It is being able to introduce and have your readers feel what's happening rather than seeing it from a disconnected lens. And again, you're looking at those verbs and you see was or coursed. Which is a stronger verb that's conveying the information that you want to convey? Was is very static. Course is very active, which is a lot of the purpose of a verb. So that's going to be a better way to phrase it. I wouldn't worry a lot about this in the writing process, but in editing, you need to pay attention to each paragraph. Look at every paragraph as a chunk and see how your sentences are starting. See those verbs, see those pronouns, and whether or not it feels active. Now, we're not saying that you have to fix every single instance. There are times where it's okay to have, he was terrified. It may not be the best, but sometimes you don't need a whole descriptive sentence to describe that thing. He was terrified is a point of view outside of your main character's point of view. If you're writing in that deep point of view, someone else is terrified, not the point of view character. Terror coursed through him, the point of view character is feeling the thing happening to himself. So that's an example of when it could be used. He was terrified. I can see that because he's facing down a lion and he's shivering. So let's get into how to fix this problem. You identify it by looking at the pronouns and especially looking at the verbs and whether or not those are good. So how do we fix these things that make our stories repetitive and boring? Starting sentences more powerfully with more interesting words keep the reader engaged. We talk a lot about sentence length and paragraph length, how you punctuate things in order to keep the reader engaged, but the words you're choosing specifically tell about your point of view character and they keep the reader interested in what's happening. Every sentence is something new. We've talked before about crutch words. A lot of us have crutch starts. We have these ways to start a sentence that we rely on, that we fall back to when we can't think of anything else. So you fix that the same way you fix crutch words. Control F. Find it in your document and then edit. Those crutch words are commonly watched, feel or felt, was or is. These are all things that are very static and convey very vague ideas that can be made specific and therefore be made better. Of course, edit your work. I know it's very easy to think that your first time through is the best way it possibly can happen, but this is again how these particular writers appear amateur, even if they've been writing a long time. So edit your work, read through it, and spot those paragraphs that all start with the same pronoun. This is something that does take practice. It takes a concerted effort to find and to notice because the more you notice during editing, the easier it will be to stop doing it in the first draft. So do make sure that you're taking the time in the editing to see how often you do it. And again, it's more than okay to do it in your first draft. I did this for the short story that we had for our last writing group meetup. I knew this was happening and I did it anyway because I also knew I would come back and edit it later. 
So make a habit of editing your work because that frees you up to make the mistake in that first draft. Because as we often say, it's better to have it and edit it than to not write it at all because you want it to be perfect in the first place. So when it comes to fixing it, Take your point of view character out of the moment for a second. Going back to that coffee example earlier, she poured coffee on my friend. Your point of view character doesn't have to be participating in that scene because if you look at it from a camera point of view, the point of view character is not doing much in that exact moment. They aren't included in the camera shot if it were made into a movie. Or conversely, give them something active to do to make your story have a reason to start that way. Instead of, I watched, you can say, I rushed forward as she started to pour coffee over my friend's head. Then there's action, your point of view character is actually doing something. But more often than not, if you have an entire paragraph of, she did this, she did that, she did this, she did that, it feels like a play-by-play and the verbs are where you start. Figure out where to take those out instead of giving introductory clauses and going, we're good. Introductory clauses are a useful tool, but they shouldn't be overused. Just like any other tool, introductory clauses, changing the structure of the sentence, making sure you are more active in your voice, all of these things combined will help your story have a flow. It will help people get into the story Because variety is one of the best things for sentence structures, for paragraph structures, for storytelling. If you say the same thing over and over, or if you say something the same way over and over, or if you have the same format over and over, it starts to become bland and monotone. And nobody likes to listen to somebody speaking in monotone because it is boring. It is difficult to listen to. My sister, I adore her, and she makes great food, but everything she makes is covered in cheese, which is normally a good thing, especially in potluck scenarios, but when everything is covered in cheese, nothing is covered in cheese. If everyone is super, nobody's super. Exactly. So we do have some homework for you to practice getting out of the habit of starting every sentence with a pronoun and therefore giving a play-by-play and instead immersing your reader in the moment in the scene. The first piece of homework is to find five sentences in your last chapter or short story that you've written that could be made better by taking out the pronoun at the beginning of the sentence. What we mean by taking out the pronoun is not just to remove the word, but to rewrite the sentence in a way where you don't have to start with the main character's pronoun. And then the next bit of homework is to find the same thing in a professionally published work. This can be a lot more difficult, but once you start seeing it in something besides your own, you'll start seeing it everywhere. We apologize for this cursed knowledge. However, it will make your writing better. And that, of course, is the goal of this entire series, leveling up your writing. This is one thing that I see a lot of new and aspiring authors do, and a simple way to fix it So make sure when you're writing that, that you write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing.